This is Express Reset, and I am JB. And it's a really special day because this is actually a great anniversary. It's Jackie Robinson Day. It is. And, and as importantly, it's Aisha Tyler who is back with us on Jackie Robinson Day. More importantly, it's Aisha Tyler Day. How much <laughs> ego would I have to have? I was like, guys, let's that's, make it Aisha right. Tyler Day instead of Jackie Robinson Day. Jackie Robinson was Im impressive. Worst human being <laughs> in the world. Guys, Jackie Robinson broke down barriers, changed not just major, major League Baseball, but all professional sports as a whole. Yeah, world. Uh, I just put jalapenos on my doctor dog. So let's just, I mean, neck and neck with the life-changing events is all I'm saying. I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm out of control is what I'm saying, too. I'm breaking down barriers. I'm changing it up constantly. Three. I'm constantly on the change-up. Here's what we do. We're just going to do the first set. It's like ding. This is improv. We should set it up again. Three, two. Hi, everybody. It's JB. Welcome back to Express Break Set. I'm here. And Aisha Tyler is also here, here, which is phenomenal because when we first did the show, you were the first guest in one of the versions, oh, and yeah. now you're the first guest in another version. Oh, that's exciting. I, I don't know. know what you're talking about, but thank it's, you. Don't worry about it. Well, the internet knows, and thank that's what's God. really important. Now, we are here on Jackie Robinson Day, which is a phenomenal uh, anniversary incredible. in sports and baseball. Incredible. And I, it's, I don't want to put you on the spot. I'm listening. But uh, Jackie Robinson didn't just change baseball. He sort of changed culture in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think I think he changed. Obviously, he changed baseball. I think he changed professional sports generally. Yes. I think he changed attitudes um, about you know about the integration of all professional sports. And I and I think also for a lot of black people, for a long time, professional sports were one way and one of the only ways yeah. that you could change your life, that you could you know work your way up. And and so you know, I think everything we know about professional sports now, we owe in large part to his bravery, to his. Yeah radical kind of personal sacrifice. He was a great athlete, but also he put himself and his family through a lot. Yes. Right? And yeah. um, something maybe a lot of us wouldn't do. Wouldn't put our, our families not just in kind of emotional jeopardy, but in physical jeopardy yep. on a daily basis. Yeah. So, oh, this is awesome. So we're honoring all kinds of people right now. There's um, a seaman down on the on the field. So the military, military hero, hero of the game. Again. Very decorated. He's got all kinds of bars on his chest. There's a ball girl, girl down right. there. She's catching. She's, she's throwing balls around. You know, it's um. Well, we have a long way to go as a nation, but we're already light years ahead of almost everybody else. And that's a big. That's a hard thing, I think, for a lot of people. In such a, in like, just heated social media-driven, like, my opinion is the best one right, 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 right now. Right, right. That we're actually the fact that everybody can actually express their opinions. <laughs> You can say novel. what you want. Yeah, and, and we can idea. argue, and we, we have a right to express ourselves, and we yep. have a right not to agree with you. You know, in other countries, you know, you disagree with people, you disappear. You do. So, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely what makes our country yeah. great, for sure. Exceptional. It's exceptional. Uh, you, uh, just speaking of expressing oneself, we know that you express yourself in every medium possible. Usually inappropriately. Well, mostly. I mean, that's Which is my right as an American. <laughs> that's right. You've actually stayed well within the bars of yep, that. Yep, you, yep. Uh, you wear a flag. Just, and that's man, I'm just living the dream right now. I'm just living the American dream. <laughs> so in the, in the American dream style, you have now uh, gone to Kickstarter. Yes. To get the opportunity to make your first feature film as a director. Yeah. Yeah, which so is exciting. So let's just wrap your brain around that for a minute, folks, well, and then go to Kickstarter, and, then go and to let's Kickstarter find out about it. And say hi. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting because I've never done this before. Right. Some other pretty uh, prominent people have done it before. Zach Graff did it. Yep. Um, the team behind, Veronica Mars, made a movie. They kickstarted a movie because they couldn't get it greenlit through the yep. regular studio system. And I think a lot of people don't really understand why people go to Kickstarter. Right. 
Um, so, um, so quickly, explain why it's not a vanity event and no, why yeah, it matters. No, yeah, here's, here's why. Well, there's a couple reasons why Kickstarter matters, and I'll tell you why it matters generally before I talk about my own okay. experience. Kickstarter is a, a, a way for artists who are, and not just artists, creators, technology, you know, technologists, people trying right. to create something, to do something without having to go through what can be a very frustrating, stymied system that only rewards people who are already connected. Yeah. It kind of, you know, that whole, like, you need money to make money yep. kind of a system. Um, it connects people directly with people that are creating. And not everybody can invent something, but you can be a part of the invention of something new when you go on Kickstarter. The reason why I'm doing it is, is threefold, honestly. Okay. The first is, no matter how it looks on the outside, it is insanely hard to get a movie made in this town. I, you know, if, if Zach, Brass has, Zach Braff has to go to Kickstarter to make a movie, Spike Lee kickstarted a movie a couple yeah. of years ago. It's hard to get movies made, and especially now when all studios want to make are some version of uh, Avengers Assemble and everybody wears spandex and that guy's got a terrible camel toe. When, four. When they're making that movie over I, and over again. I really preferred three, but I know what you mean. Four, four five was, is going to be incredible. Four awesome. is just a hammock yeah. just to get so us to just, five. Just to lay in a lot of narrative pipe. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, I mean, think of This is a good example. Ryan Reynolds, it took Ryan Reynolds 10 years to get Deadpool made. Ryan? Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. 10 years to get Deadpool Who made. basically is a small nation's GDP. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. One of the biggest stars in the business could not get Deadpool made for yep. a decade. So, and then you add to that that you're a first-time director and yes. you're a woman and you're a person of color and you might as well just start collecting bottles and maybe you'll get this movie made by the time you retire. So instead of going make through... Sure, make sure you go to the Michigan thing, because there's 10 cents Exactly. There. I, should, I should move to Michigan. But I hang out outside of, like, hipsters' houses because they throw out those juice bottles, and those are, like, $2. That's awesome. So I'm on my way. That's a good strategy. <laughs> so uh, when I was trying to put this movie together, people were saying to me, hey, think about Kickstarter. Yeah. And I only have a week off this year to make the movie. I have one week off for the entire year. You have one week off One week off in, in 2016. 2016. So to go to a studio and go, hey, I'd like to make a movie, and it, you have to green light it in seven weeks, or I can't make it until 2017. That just—it's literally like a like a yeah. I, it just just a way for a guy in a, in a suit that costs more than my car yeah. to laugh me all the way out of the just building. Just to say, find yeah. new ways for no. Yeah, exactly. Just there's not even no. It's just a, like a sign, like a wordless. Just, and to be clear, I can only shoot it for six days. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You can have two days. <laughs> Literally, he would he would he would love already fart me out of his office. <laughs> it would be amazing. So it would be kind of impressive. I, I would well, I would have probably Instagrammed <laughs> that. So um, I when I what was exciting about Snapchat was, I mean Snapchat. What was exciting about about Kickstarter was I could go directly was to Freudian my fans. Slip. We'll was, follow up on that later. Yeah, well, I was now I was thinking about Snapchatting <laughs> the guy farting on me and how many hits I'd get if I did that. Um, Kickstarter was that I could go directly to people who already know me, know yep. what I do, already support my work, especially my my podcast fans who know. For my podcast, which is at six million downloads, sixty million dollars right now, I've been doing it for five years. That it's a show I, I don't have an engineer or producer or anything. I record yeah. it, I cut, I cut it, I conform it, I upload it, I maintain the website all by myself. They know I'm a self-starter. They know yes. I'm a GDI. To go, hey guys, I want to make this movie for the least amount of money possible. I want to make it with you. You're going to be a part of it every step of the way. Yeah. You're going to be producing it with me. I'm going to show you what it's like to make a film, and for people to get. Uh, a peek into the experience of making a movie yeah. and really feel the, connected to the it. The real one, right. Yeah, totally. yeah. So, um, That's awesome. It's been super fun to do. It's been, it's doing well. We're only a week in. Right. We're about 60% funded That's now. That's amazing. We have a couple of stretch goals we're hoping to pursue. Yep. But the cool thing also about doing something on Kickstarter is you don't just give money, you get stuff. So it's not like right. you're just giving money away. Yeah. 
all kinds of rewards, arch, like, you know, Archer-themed stuff, autographed crap, trips to Europe, trips to L.A. Yes, trips to Premier. the Yeah, premieres, all that Skype stuff. So you're getting, with you. Yeah, Skype with me. So you're getting an experience that's unique and specific. Yep. And, you know, we're hopefully we're building a team around the movie. And for my fans, you know, they're like, we don't even care about the stuff. We just are excited to see you yeah. realize the dream that we know you've had for years now because we hear you talk about it on your podcast every week. That's awesome. Yeah. And I've directed six short films. Yes. Getting ready to do this one. My most recent one made it into the Newport Beach Film Festival. Nicely done. And so, at least you know I'm not a total hack. That's all I can say about that. I think it's a fair assessment. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go anyway. Pat, that's for you to decide. I'm just saying, I'm only gonna go as far as not a total hack. I will, I will concur. And you can see some of my short films on my Kickstarter page, including uh, rock videos I did for Clutch and Silver Sun Pickups. There you go. Great, 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 great bands. Great yeah, bands. totally. Um, that's exciting. And you've always, you're a movie person. Like, it's kind of what you want to be like. I love movies so yeah. much. All right, what's the top three then? <laughs> um, you know, I'm a big action movie fan. Okay. So there are some new ones and some old ones that I love. And, okay. and I, I, I don't, I'm not going to be this, like, film jerk who's like, oh, I love Truffaut's uh, 400 Blues, you know. Although Truffaut's a great filmmaker. Yeah. I grew up on movies like Die Hard and Terminator. Yeah. I own the entire Bourne trilogy uh, on DVD. I don't, oh, I don't do, I don't have the, um, the newest one. But although I thought it was a fine film, I'm a little bit of a purist because I love Paul Greengrass. Yeah. I loved uh, I loved Hurt Locker. I loved Safe House. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's a pretty Washington. amazing. It's an incredible movie. film. Yeah. I like those really muscular, aggressive action movies where you feel like you're inside the action, you're inside what's yeah. happening. Um, and unlike everybody else apparently in the world, I loved Batman vs Superman, and I will fight you on Twitter to prove it. Okay. Because I love Zack Snyder. I I have a I have a too. It's okay. His Dawn of the Dead remake, Dawn of the Dead 2004, oh, yeah. is probably the greatest probably the greatest horror reboot. Yeah. Ever. You like that? I loved it. All right. I loved it. So See, there, there's the insight. I have weird taste. Do I have weird film taste? Should I be saying I love Notting Hill? No, but you should just say The Bicycle Thief just to round out no matter what. So that some Artsy stuff <laughs> makes me sleepy. <laughs> I need it's something true. to explode. It is true. Bicycle Thief would have been a perfect film. If it had more explosions. If, if the bicycle was actually rigged to Just, explode then, if, it, if it went under right. six miles He's an hour. He's looking for his bicycle. <laughs> the whole fucking thing's going to blow. Then it would have been a perfect movie. I think we should remake Speed um, with a bike. With a bicycle. Just... <laughs> <laughs> just Keanu just going ape shit on a that bicycle. That would be amazing. Yeah, I would watch that. I'd watch that for a long time. Even I'm if they just put it on a treadmill, and that's right. all they did. I'd probably watch that a long time. I'm glad we're talking about baseball. Well, we're here now. This is We know, but I want to get caught up on what you're doing because you. we're here. Thank the you. Giants are playing the Dodgers. so that's my, It's hard for me to be here tonight because I know. I, you know, I've lived in L.A. for 15 years, and I do love the Dodgers, but I'm born and raised in San Francisco, and I love my Giants. Yeah. And we just – We've, you know, we're having, we've had, if you kind of look at it on the macro level, like on a tender level, we've had a bit of a dynasty for a while here. Yes. But so have the Dodgers. Dodgers have had a, a good decade. Yeah. It's hard to know how to feel tonight. But, and also, of the Giants, these guys so are, tied for, they're tied for lead in the league right now. We are, but it's also, it's your even year. That's that, uh, that uh, even year thing's been going for the Giants, win those World Series. Yeah. So yeah, 16's it's a, good, a good, good shot. Yeah, it's a good, could be a good year for them. So have you been keeping up with it? Have you, uh, where, do you, where are you? Because I know, because you work nonstop. As you said, you had one week off yeah, this year. Yeah, one week off in 2016. So do you keep up with your Giants much? Do you just keep the no, I'm a terrible human being. You know, I have a, yeah, a friend I mean, who's a, like a, again, a sports obsessive. Completely, again, yeah, incongruous concepts. Um, I have a friend who's a real big sports fan, and mm. he's always like, "You're not, you don't, you're not a real Giants fan because you don't follow them closely." Oh, and I'm like, right. first of all, there's three thousand games a season. Yes. 
Uh, I follow them uh, on, a, on an aggregate level, but I would watch and follow sports more if I had more available bandwidth. Like, yeah. I haven't seen any TV shows. Everyone's like, oh, I love, you know, yeah. People versus O.J. Simpson. I'm like, well, I was, I was there when it actually happened. Yeah. So I don't have time to watch no. the series. I remember it when it went down the first Spoiler time. Spoiler alert! Exactly. Yes. He's in prison, yeah. but not for the not for the crime oh. in the not for the crime in the show. Which they just they do put at the end. You're like, oh, by the way, he's got 30, 33 more years in prison. You know what's so interesting is that there, uh, there's a documentary that they're making right now that they're trying to prove that he's innocent of the murder. But I, I, I the other day I was like, but. What, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. He's not in. He it's was already moot. found not yeah. guilty. Like, what's you the point? Yeah, you can't. It's done. He was There's tried. nothing to yeah. be done. He was tried. Tried yeah. twice. He's done. He's yeah. not even in jail for the civil case. He's no. in jail for other terrible stuff he did yeah. after that. Yes. So, whether he Later. did the murder or not, which I, of course, he did. He's still just a bad dude. It's just he's still just a dick. It's <laughs> bad choices. <laughs> just, just, yeah. Awesome. That's uh, good coverage of the uh, OJ stuff. So, yeah. uh, okay, so you're not doing that. There's, you're doing the show, the talk? I'm doing the talk every day. Yeah. Um, we just wrapped season 11 of Criminal Minds. Yep. Uh, uh, we just wrapped so how, season how 7 of Archer. both of those? I do the talk in the mornings, and then I drive like a bat out of hell over Are to Criminal serious? Mindset, and then I spend the whole afternoon That's and evening insanity. there. Like a crazy person. You're a crazy person. Yeah, I, have mon I'm I have mono, and I'm shedding mono. Like, literally, if you touch me, you're going to get mono. mono. Great. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Good to know. <laughs> That's happening. I, well, know, I don't think mono is actually communicable, but is it? Yeah, I don't know. How does it work? very contagious. As long as we don't make out, you'll be fine. It's true. Um, That's what we're uh, safe there. Right? Just, just, <laughs> as long as we don't do that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just working like it. Exactly. Season seven, when, I, when we're both in tears, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> That's right. Later <laughs> on. So, and the Archer is uh, amazing. Each Archer's, it's, we're, it's, it's a great amazing. season this year. And um, we're already, we just wrapped the last episode, oh, making the last episode. But okay. we're only on episode three in yeah. terms of the broadcast. And so now, just for those who don't know, you guys don't record together. No, we're never together. Never together. Do you do a table read to set the tone for the week, or no, you don't do anything? No, we're not even in the same town. Yeah. So, uh, so Chris Parnell and uh, and Judy Greer and I are here in L.A. Right. Jessica Walter and H. John Benjamin are in New York, and Lucky Yates and Amber Nash and the rest yeah. of the team are in Atlanta. So, so it's we ever. are never together. Oh wow. We see each other at Comic Con, maybe at the upfronts. Yeah. And then occasionally we all kind of descend on somebody's house to get drunk. But we we literally, we almost never see each other. It's amazing. That's amazing yeah. chemistry for uh, people that never see each other. It's a talented Maybe it's group. the key. It's a talented cast. Yeah. It's amazing writing, you know. It is and, really and, and then that might be the key. I mean, we really, whenever we do get together, it's, yeah. it's like a, it's like a, a basket of puppies, like immediately, because <laughs> we are together so little. Um, and then it's just, it's just a, a genuinely Brilliantly funny collection of human beings. Uh, I'd like to ask you a few questions now. Okay. This is where we oh get no. personal. Oh, God. Um, no, it's very simple. Um, I'm ready. Archer is amazing. So now you're getting into feature film directing. If you could work with one director all time, ever, who would that director be and why? Crap. <laughs> I'm not familiar with his work. Um, oh, God. Well, I think everybody wants to work with Scorsese, right? Okay. Uh, everybody. Including you. Including me. Okay. But I'll also say that everybody that I know that's worked with Clint Eastwood. Yes. Like loses their mind over okay. working with him. And okay. Robert Patrick, who I know you're going to talk to. Yes. Did, um, I think, Flags of Our Fathers with him and just yeah. talked about how extraordinary it yes. was. And also Michael Kelly. And both Robert Patrick and Michael Kelly were on my podcast. 
and talked about what an ex like a transformative experience yeah. that was to work he's with him. Yeah. Okay. Because I think because he was an actor and yes. he still is an actor, his approach to it is is very very different. And yeah. that's one of the reasons why I love directing is I love actors and I love helping them get to their best work. That's awesome. So yeah, Clint Eastwood for sure. If you can, if at any point it occurs to you to help me do that now, we'd, that'd be good. That'd help our show out. I I. I, I it's going to be a long process There's for always you. so much you can do. Long I know. I know. There's always so much you can do. You're, um, doing, you're doing your best. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. <laughs> no, oh, you're on fire, Jamie. The, the elementary great. school kid in last uh, place in the race. E doing for the effort. <laughs> Participation. Yep. That's in a all show. that matters. Um, if you could do, uh, stay in movies, uh, if you could do any movie role Ooh. ever, like what would, that, what would it be? Ooh. Either make one up right now, or is there a role that you look at and like, Man, I would have loved to have done that one. Look, I want, I did and I do and I would want to do a, a female version of, of Bourne. You know? A female a, version of Bourne. Of Bourne. Oh, of, Bourne. Of, yeah, of Jason Bourne. All right. You know what I mean? Some, you know, not that, not that trilogy, but a trilogy with that, that kind much of action, action and, and muscularity. And also the great thing about Bourne is like, it's smart. And yes. it's, you care about those characters and so you care about, like, the yeah. great thing about action is when you, oh, stuff happens, stuff happens. Yeah. Giants got giants stranded a few. Dodgers did all right there. Yeah. I'm just clapping so that I don't get more. Well, you're in good shape either way. Dodgers, yeah, Giants. Right? I can't lose. Um, but, like, great action has this intelligence to it yep. that makes you care about the characters, care about their outcome, and that's when explosions matter to you. If it's just stuff blowing up, right. you don't care. Totally. You have to really care about, you know, the stakes of the characters. Yes, as, so. as they've, uh, many movies have proven, yeah. explosions don't make a movie. They don't get, no, no. no. So, yeah, that, and those movies are just so cool. They are. So they really cool. are cool. The, sh the shots of them are amazing. Um, yeah. And finally, if you could go to a sporting event, yeah. let's say a Giants game, okay. with any movie character ever to hang out with, not the actor, but the character, who might that be? I normally do it with sports movies, but I didn't want to narrow the scope for Thank you. Thank you. I can't think of the character's name, but Denzel Washington's character in Safe House. Okay. Right? He seemed like he would know everything about everything. <laughs> right? Yes. Just remember that time when he was talking to Ryan Reynolds in the Safe House, and he was just like, oh, you think you're in control now? You think you got it under control? All right. See how it goes for you. Let's see what happens. And then just all of a sudden everybody's dead. Just unravels yeah, he's everything. Got, yeah. He's got a guy's spleen between his two fingers, and he's walking down the street smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty great in that one. Yeah, I feel I feel like um, he was right to the very end. He was just like the badass, the badassiest badass that ever badass. Yeah. Denzel does that so well. Denzel goes to the Starbucks and terrifies human beings ordering a latte. Right? They don't know how to feel. They cower. The, the D is on this. The cup right? is D. Right. E and it's like you know, you like you know how a dog like backs like scoots his ass across the carpet as it's backing away. That's like what human beings do in the presence of Denzel Washington. It's true. Dude's awesome. Yep. Have you yep. met him? Oh, God, not in any way that's meaningful. Like at an award show right. where you, you work up like the stones to say hi to him and you can't make eye contact and <laughs> you're sweating balls and, and then, then you, you just, and then you scoot your ass away on the carpet <laughs> and you ruin your dress. <laughs> You've done it. That's, it's all. You've done it. Uh, not even on a red carpet. <laughs> it's like on a various carpets around people that are vaguely just seem confident. Exactly. I used to sort of cower yeah. on the way. So I'm proud of what I do. Very proud of it. I'm here to support you. I'm here Thank for you. you. Thank God. It's, I've been waiting a while. It's been several years. <laughs> I've missed you. Are you ready? Play I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Start Bench Cut with Aisha Tyler. You're putting the Kickstarter together to fund the film you want to do. Yes. Start Bench Cut, these odd things that were fully funded on Kickstarter. Okay. Oh, how exciting. Okay. Meat Soap 
which is soap that smells like barbecue, bacon, or meat. It's okay. a man. Not made of okay, man thing. Idea. Yeah. Combat kitchenware, which is kitchenware that has sword hilts as the handles, and the pie pie, which is a pie pan shaped like the mathematical number pie. Okay. Start the kitchen weaponry. Fuck that too. Because that's just badass on every level. Bench the pie pie. Clever enough. Yeah. Cut meat soap, bro. Yeah. Just go get barbecue and rub your hands in it because he can't eat the meat soap. So mm. I feel like you'd just be enraged that you smelled <laughs> barbecue and couldn't actually eat it. Like, I don't think there's anything more infuriating than walking by a delicious smell that you don't have access to. I hadn't thought about it, but now you're completely right. You ever been in a room and it smells like pancakes yeah. and you're just like, <laughs> You walk out. Uh, start bench cut these three female comedians. Lucille Ball. Mm -hmm. Carol Burnett. Let's go with uh, Lily Tomlin as the third. So I can't, I can't, I cannot venture cut any of those people. That's really difficult. I know. I, I thought about it, and then I thought, eh, she doesn't like me anyway, so we're gonna <laughs> go for it. I mean, they're all great. They're right? amazing. They're, all, they're, they're like they're, that's the thing is they're all groundbreaking and amazing. Yeah. And they were doing at a time when there were no women doing. There's it. no no. They, yeah. And they set yeah. bars that in ways kick, that yeah, can't be reset. Yeah, kick down doors, exactly, right. so exactly. Let, so instead of, like, we won't use the hard start bench cut, but for you, of those three, where's your affinities lie? Lucille so Ball, Lily Tomlin, and Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett. Well, probably I, of the three of them, Lily Tomlin, yeah. who I think is like, was like a real, and she's still around, like a real intellectual, like really yep. smart, thoughtful, but could be silly too. I love that. Yep. Smart and stupid. Yep. Like, Adam Reed, who created Archer and I, came up with this word one year for Archer, which was smilthy, like smart and filthy. That's like that's awesome. my, it's that's exactly who yeah. I am. So Billy Tomlin, I think. Yep. Um, but then Carol Burnett and uh, and Lucille Ball, both geniuses yeah. of their time, who did incredible things. And Carol's still around and still doing incredible things. We had her on the talk the other day, and yeah. you know, you're in the presence of greatness. That was just she had her own show at a time when her there were no show. women comedians and. No women comedians with their own show. And nobody talks about the fact that that show was, uh, he was Hispanic. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Nobody ever, in the culturally, that's like mind-blowing for the era. Yes. And it was never. Mind-blowing for now. It was, it, yeah. It yeah, was, yeah. To make the pitch, you'd have to really sell that. Right, right, right. And because right. of her, you just like, you just and did it. And he was, I mean, you know, it, whatever the tropes and the weirdnesses sure. were of the day. Yeah. He was so fully Latino. They didn't try to like oh, no, no. play that down. Oh, no. You know what I mean? They no. like they really they you know they pumped it up. Um, oh. It's it's hard to find a Latino lead on a show nowadays. I know. So yeah, it was huge. I know. It was huge for a lot of reasons. She's amazing. Pretty all cool. right, I'll let you. That was pretty good. I I think we know we, we know the star right? bench cut off of those okay. three. All right, yeah, I'm you guys. You know what, America? Make up your minds at home. I'm not gonna spoon feed this to you. I believe in your ability to figure this out yourself. Aisha will not serve you a soft bowl of desperate pudding. No. I'm going to serve you a hard bowl of angry pudding. And I'm going to make you lose a tooth. <laughs>